Today, we're going to talk about owning our responsibility versus blaming other people. You are not going to want to miss it. This is Made for This, and I'm Jenny Allen. Let's go. Thanks to Olive and June for supporting Made for This. Get Salon Perfect Nails at home. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash made for this and use code made for this to get 20% off your first mani system. I mean, even as I introed that, I was like, gosh, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one, especially in this time in life, because it feels like it is way easier and more common to blame other people for everything in our lives than to take responsibility for our own actions. It is something that as a parent, I mean, I don't have a lot of soapboxes with my kids because I just don't want to be a nag and I don't know that lectures help. And, you know, both my husband and I have been in ministry, certainly most of our kids' lives. And so we were careful because we knew if we nag them or if we, you know, constantly are shoving things down their throat, then they're going to really rebel and they're going to push this away. And so there was a lot of creative parenting on our part. There was a lot of letting things happen so that they experience the consequences. And that's kind of how largely we've parented based on trust. And then when that fails, we pull in tighter. However, on this one, I was never afraid to lecture. In fact, it might be my greatest pet peeve if my children ever do this, which is to not take responsibility for themselves and to blame other people. And yet I see it happening absolutely everywhere. So this is, to me, this is just 101 humanity, right? Like we all take responsibility for ourselves, for our decisions, for our behaviors, even for our disappointments and our hurts. Now that doesn't mean that there's not guilty parties, that there's not at times people that need to be held accountable for their actions. That's not what I'm saying, okay? I'm not talking about ignoring abuses that need to be turned in, reported, dealt with, confronted, all of that. I am not talking about an absence of confrontation. I am saying that everything that we can control begins with us. And scripture is so full of it. I'm going to actually read to you several verses that I love as I research this topic because I thought this is just a (laughs) a conglomeration of helpful, if nothing else, parenting tools here for you. So Ezra 10.4, arise, for it is your task, and we are with you. Be strong and do it. 2 Thessalonians 3, 6 through 12, now we command you, brothers, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the traditions that you have received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor, we worked night and day. This is a different way of thinking about life, (laughs) that we are not idle, that we are doing the work. Ephesians 4, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice, and instead be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And I want to stop actually with this verse, because this is really the heart of what I'm talking about today. 
We could talk about idleness. We could talk about imitating Christ. We could talk about taking responsibility for our actions. But I really want to talk today about taking responsibility for our heart in our relationships, because I do believe that is such a place of contention for all of us right now, that we are experiencing the rub of either disappointments and divisions in our different values or opinions or political stances, or we're experiencing hurt and rejection from people we love because of health reasons or just different opinions about the way the world is and and how it needs to work. And I would just say that the general stance of that is to dig our heels in deeper because we believe we're right and whatever side you're on. I call myself a moderate in almost all things. So I, I genuinely get both sides of most arguments. So I know that's not the case for most people. I know that most people really do have strong opinions on everything. And so our tendency when we do have those strong opinions is to dig our heels in very deeply and to fight for what we believe. And I would just say that there are times for that. I would say there are. I'm not saying there never is a time for it. But I I definitely saw the pattern of Jesus, who we are called to imitate, as someone who rarely chose that stance. Very rarely. Very, very, very rarely. He usually lived out the second part of this verse, which was be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. That is typically his posture towards humans, even that he disagreed with, even that he really had, you know, were after him. I mean, he had a lot of guys that wanted him dead and that fought for that and eventually accomplished that purpose. And and yet that was still his stance towards people. And so when I talk about taking responsibility for your actions with my children, I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about responsibility for the hurt that you caused, responsibility for possibly the work that you've missed or how you've let a teacher down, taking responsibility for your actions, certainly, but also taking responsibility for your own mood and opinion. <laughs> and I've, I think I've shared this here before, but it's been a while we have a lot of hormones. I mean, we, we've got teenagers of all different ages. Now everybody is in that age group except for my oldest who is aged out. So we've had a lot of hormones going on in our house for the last 10 years. And I would say about that, that that was never an excuse to be disrespectful. That was never an excuse to be rude. That was never an excuse to act out. At the same time, we were empathetic towards it, right? So So use your words. Say, this is, I'm going to be responsible for my actions and my words. My hormones aren't responsible for my actions and my words. And largely, that's that's a sense of emotion. That's a sense of feeling. That's a sense of anger, perhaps, or frustration with people. And I'm talking about your actions, but I'm also talking about all those feelings that you feel, that you've been hurt or slighted or wronged. And we tend to quickly look for who is to blame. And I would call that immaturity. Now, again, minus the situations where you've got to confront that person because it was wrong and it was hurtful, still how we feel about it and how we go forward. You can talk to the victims of the worst crimes that are living free and full of hope and joy, and they would say, I had to make a choice at some point. I had to choose a different way to live. It, it it didn't excuse that other person of their consequences. It didn't mean that they did not report them or turn them in. It just means that they didn't live in the bondage of blaming and hate 
it means that they took responsibility for what they could, which was their own soul, their own anger, and their own frustration. And what scripture is clear about is that is possible, not because people aren't going to wrong you, not because there is no one to blame, because lots of times there is someone to blame. It's because we are to blame against God and God still forgave us. And so you see a way of living that is so different. And because we have been forgiven so much, we can forgive. Guys, we love Olive and June. Seriously, you've probably seen them all over the internet and Facebook because everybody's using them these days. And I seriously love my Olive and June nail polish. Like, I'm really picky about how long it can last because with three little boys and I'm really hard on my hands. Like painting my nails has never worked before. And Olive and June is the first nail polish that truly does last like seven to 14 days. Olive and June sent us their amazing Manny system and they have a deal for you guys. Visit oliveandjune.com slash made for this and use code made for this to get 20% off your first Manny system. Olive and June's Manny system is the ultimate secret behind salon perfect nails at home. It's all in one no guessing, no messy nails, and definitely not the salon price tag. I love that once a week or once every two weeks, I can sit down at night and paint my fingernails. They have so many fun colors, and it comes with this really cool thing called the Poppy, which is a patented brush handle that makes it really easy to paint with both of your hands. My nails have literally never looked this good, and I did them all by myself. Getting beautiful Salon Perfect Nails at home is now a dream come true with Olive and June. Visit oliveandjune.com slash made for this and use code made for this for 20% off your first Manny system. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash made for this. Code made for this for 20% off your first Manny system. And now back to Jenny. Let's play this out really practically, okay? So I I played it out with my kids, but let me play it out with my marriage real quickly because that's oftentimes the place where we are most offended. That's oftentimes where we are most stuck. And we're going to talk about that actually later this week with Paul Tripp. He and I are going to do a whole episode on relationships and specifically marriage. And those of you that aren't married, I really encourage you to still listen because it's really true of all our relationships, whether it's your parents or your friends or your kids. These are principles that apply to all of our relationships that we're going to talk about. But let me just take marriage, for example, because we do tend to live most closely together and hurt each other more than anyone else just because of hours clocked and proximity, right? We are very close living in the same room. And I would say at some point in my marriage, I got tired of being angry. And I remember going to my husband and saying, hey, I am going to go to counseling because I don't want to live angry. I would love it if you came with me, but ultimately I've got to get whole and healthy here. And it was awesome. I mean, three or four days later, he actually said, came to me and said, yes, I want to go too. And that was the beginning of several years of counseling that we did that changed our marriage several years ago, many years ago. Actually, it's it's been, gosh, almost 20 years ago. It was early in our marriage, but it changed everything. But if he hadn't gone... I would have gone by myself and I would have done that work because I believe there's a way to live whole and healthy regardless of how our family members or friends act towards us. It's possible. And the only reason it's possible is because of what God has done for us. And it really does change everything. 
it really does change everything because if we are in touch with how greatly we have offended God and our own sin, then we realize that we didn't deserve forgiveness. We were to blame, and yet Christ died for us. Like He made the ultimate sacrifice for us. And I really think this way of living is so countercultural that when you meet somebody that lives this way, they're so free, first of all. And it's not because they haven't been offended and it's not because they haven't been wronged. It's because they actually have been so forgiven that they relish that in such a way that they, they don't want to be stuck in the bondage of hate. And when you've met someone like this, they also have capacity, capacity to love other people, to listen, to hear what you're struggling with, to process it with you. There's such a beautiful, relentless passion and love to their lives because they're not stuck in disappointment and hate and frustration with other people. Now, what we're going to talk about this this next week with Paul Tripp is well, there is a time to confront. There is a time to say the truth. In fact, I don't believe that healthy relationships can exist in the midst of lies or pretending and not facing the truth of what is. Another passage to do with this is Proverbs 28, 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. We've got to be saying these things to each other. We've got to be not afraid to say the truth. What confession, the word means is to speak the truth and what is real. So I'm not suggesting in taking responsibility over blaming that that you hide from that. I am suggesting that that there is a way to be honest and truthful and yet apply the gospel and grace at the exact same time. That there is forgiveness and there is a God who has died for the sins that they committed against you and a God who has died for the sins that you have committed against him and against them. This is so tricky. Like what I'm saying right now, I, I cringe at it in this way, not because it's not true, but because it's so difficult and because I know you're listening and going, easy for you to say, easy for you to say. And I would just say, it's not easy for me to say. It's not easy for me to say. I still, even next week, will go to a counseling session and work through unforgiveness towards people that have wronged me and hurt me. It is not easy for me to say, but I am fighting for that freedom and I am trusting God to heal those places in me because I don't want them to take hold of my heart and to hold me back from all that God has for me. And I don't want to be distracted and discouraged because I hold resentment or bitterness towards people that I haven't let God heal. And so I'm going to do that work, right? It's not easy, but I'm going to choose to do that work. So here's what I'd say. Most practical, helpful part of this is just to quickly name your resentments and to own your part in those relationships. And again, I've said this, this will be the third time in this episode, so do not do not miss it. I am not talking about abuses. I'm not talking about sexual abuse or emotional abuse or physical abuse. Those things need to be held accountable. And you know that's not what I'm referring to. I am referring to the majority of our days, which is just places where we're bugged, we are hurt, we can't let go, we can't forgive, and we can't move forward. Those are the places I'm talking about. And in taking responsibility in our own soul and heart for the work we needed to do to let go of the hurt and resentment that that is built up. It's a different way to live. It is a great way to live. It is a hard thing to do, but I promise you it is worth it. Hey, Chloe here. And I just want to hop on here before you turn off your podcast app 
and ask you, will you leave a review if you've enjoyed listening today? You guys, you feel like family, even though you're on the other side of your AirPods or your computer, your radio, however you're listening. We just love hearing from you and the reviews are the best way for us to do that. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can go subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review. It is how people find us on iTunes. We feel like we've been able to meet a few of you just through your reviews. So thank you so much if you've left one already. And if you haven't, today is the day, okay? But y'all, we have so much more coming this season and we're so grateful that you're joining us. So we'll see you next time for another episode of the Made For This podcast. Podcast.